Okay. <laughs> Did you read the story? It was a trending Twitter story about the um, the people who were surprised by their <laughs> dinner bill that was 37,000 British pounds. Yes, I did. Which I calculated before we recorded is 50,000 US dollars. Okay, there's just, there's a lot going on here. There's, you know, the guy, it's the guy's restaurant, the guy who made like salting food into like a sex act. He just like, you know, <laughs> the salt bay, whatever. Anyway, so it's his restaurant. They go to this restaurant. They, they get surprised by the bill. That's 37,000 pounds. And most of it's wine. Like, they bought, like, two $9,000 bottles of wine or whatever. Okay, I only have one I only have one part of this I want to talk about, which is that something they bought was a, a gold leaf steak. Okay? So, a, a, a bone-in ribeye, I think it was, or something like that. Gold leafed. It's like an $1,100 entree. Here's the thing. There's no way that gold leaf does anything for the steak, right? To make the steak taste better. I, <laughs> I just, I want to know what is the actual appeal of this? What's the actual appeal of eating a gold leaf steak? And honestly, I really just think that people want to shit gold. Like, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. <laughs> Why? It's just... There's no way I here's the thing too, like I I am all for like paying money for a good steak. No, nothing in that range, but like if you can find a place that cooks a really good steak well and it's 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 good and worth the money, fine. Whatever. But eleven hundred dollars because it has gold on it, that doesn't even add to the flavor enhancement, right? It's just, it's so bizarre to me. Why are rich people the way that they are, Matthew? What's wrong with them? Someone go help them. And who do you tell when you poop gold? (laughs) (laughs) Who who gets looped in on that text thread? I don't know. I just, it happens though, right? I mean, there's no way your body processes that down into not being like shiny gold anymore. Because we weren't made to consume that. So. <laughs> it probably comes out more like greenish gold, though. Right? Oh, thank you for that visual. <laughs> That's much better now. <laughs> Anyways, that that's just I, I, I couldn't get over it. I immediately added it to my I saw the story and I read the story and I immediately added it to my little my memo what I want to talk about <laughs> on these episodes. <laughs> How much money would it take for you to have to eat gold like that? Like if somebody was gonna pay you to eat a steak like that? Oh, I'd do it for free. Just to see? Yeah. Okay. But I'm not going to pay $1,100 for a gold. And I'm sure I've actually had stuff with, like, very tiny amounts of gold leaf. Like, microscopic. Well, you know, I mean, you can keep the gold. What I want is a steak that's coated in uh, Captain Crunch. (laughs) It's wrapped in big red gum. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's so disgusting. <laughs> Chase it with a Neurosporin smoothie. That's gross. No, we can't do this again. We can't get back into these disgusting things again. <laughs> oh. So I was in Target. Uh, I was kind of in a hurry. And I walked by the grocery section and there were these two women in the aisle and they were doing the thing like the, the lady thing where you take a jar of something and get on your tippy toes and try to knock something on the top shelf towards the oh, edge because okay. they can't reach it. Okay. And I didn't want to stop, but I was kind of in a hurry and I just happened to turn and look and it was, it's kind of pathetic because they were just, <laughs> yeah, just like tippy toes trying to, and like one was reaching and the other one had to like step back six feet to get a vantage point of like, you've almost got it. You've almost got it. <laughs> And so I just wheeled down the aisle, just walked straight up to them. And it was just like, what is it? What do you need me to get? And uh, the one that was the, the spotter saw me and was like, oh, yes, thank you. But the one that was reaching, she didn't see me walk up. And then she turned around and looked directly into my nipples. <laughs> and she kind of got flustered. And like she started, she tried to say something. I think she was trying to say, oh, you're perfect for this job. <laughs> But she kind of stuttered with it, and she was just like, oh, you are perfect. <laughs> so please, please, from this point forward, recognize that your podcast wow. partner is, in fact, perfect. Also, what is it about us and Target? I know, right? <laughs> Apparently, we're like, that's the place that we are attractive to people. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and target. I, I just, you know, I was just like, well, that's probably the best thing somebody's going to say about me today. So I'll, <laughs> I'll accept that. Thank I'll you. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, because well, you, you, you've been married long enough. You don't call your spouse perfect. No, definitely not. <laughs> they just be like, "Why are you lying to me?" <laughs> yeah, it's just like, "All right, what do you want?" <laughs> perfect. That's nice. That's really nice, and it's also nice that you stopped. What you were doing to... <laughs> Why were you in such a hurry? I, uh, you know, I was just... Didn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, I had places, I had, I had to be somewhere, so I was trying yeah. to get, get out, but... Um, by the way, once I saw what they were trying to get, they would have never got it. <laughs> never got it. They could have done, I mean, there's two of them. They could have done like a cheerleader thing where I one gets right? down on Come the ground, on. the other one stands on her back. <laughs> that definitely seems like something the moms of Target would do. Yeah. Yeah, they were, they were Target moms. All right. They were Target moms. <laughs> That's so good. I love it. All right, so uh, we got some update jokes. I don't know where these jokes come from. People just send them to us. What? Um, they just they just appear. Okay. Who's to say? Let's hear them. Who's to say who actually FSBT writes these? FSBT update number 57. I don't know where we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get the window straight. I like being able to read it. But also see the reaction, just to okay. know exactly how much trouble we're in by okay. the look on your face. Okay. All right, FSBT update. Last month, longtime Christian broadcaster Pat Robertson 
retired from the 700 club at the age of 91. When asked what he planned to do with his free time, Pat said, I'm going to (laughs) die. Just kidding, of course. Uh, Pat Robertson will be the new lead singer of the Newsboys. (laughs) Speaking of the Newsboys, Casey Haas. Oh, goody. Here we go. Michael Tate recently said that the group has no plans to disband and that they plan to continue touring until they are in their 80s. When reached for comment, Toby Mac said, oh, it's cool when they do it. (laughs) That's not nice. That is not nice. (laughs) Whoever wrote that should be ashamed. Fascinating story from the Northwest. I don't know if you heard about this. This is real. Okay. Okay. A group of Jewish rabbis in Portland has been accused of being undercover evangelical Christians. Huh? Working to convert people in the Jewish communities by posing as Jewish, Orthodox Jewish rabbis. Okay. Crazy. Investigators became suspicious that the men might be Christians uh, when they died and didn't go to hell. I knew, I knew this was not going in a good place. (laughs) Well, hold that thought. A new study says that Americans feel the most stressed at the age of 36. The most what? The most stressed at the age of 36. Oh, we made it. We did. We're through it. it. Okay. Very interesting. In a companion study, it was learned that Christians, on the other hand, feel the most stressed when they are around Ravi Zacharias. <laughs> you could have picked somebody that's alive. You know, there's a whole host of bad Christian men. Just, I don't know. Whoever wrote that joke probably thought it just made it even stranger. <laughs> <laughs> and finally today, Casey, that's right up your alley. Okay. As a uh, longtime Southern Baptist. Mm. Trouble. Oh, this may shock you. Trouble. Shock. In the Southern Baptist world. What a, what a beleaguered denomination it has turned out to be. <laughs> SBC leader Mike Stone filed a defamation lawsuit against former ERLC President Russell Moore and is seeking $750,000 in damages wow legal experts say that whoever loses the lawsuit will be forced to lead the southern baptist denomination (laughs) actually it's a uh, little known fact uh according to sbc bylaws i don't know if you know this casey very difficult to beat a defamation lawsuit did you know this in the southern baptist i did it (laughs) Baptist legal scholars uh, refer to this as the doctrine of once sued, always sued. So bad. <laughs> so I hate so myself stupid. so much for that one. <laughs> once sued, always sued. Wow. I'm, I'm done. No more. You have so many stories that I just didn't even know about. Well, you know. Where that's... do you read your news? Well, I'm I'm very plugged in, Haas. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I get tips coming from all over. That's you know, 
just sending me things. Also, just a quick Bing search of <laughs> religious <Christian> headlines. news headlines. <laughs> oh, okay. What do we have for housekeeping? Housekeeping. Quick, uh, quick update. Cobra Kai, uh, the OG FSBT intern. Been uh, texting with him off and on the past few weeks. He said to tell the FSBT audience that he is well. He is finishing up his sojourn through the great uh, American West and will be coming back to the Midwest soon. And he's going to drop us a dispatch when he gets his recording equipment set up. But uh, he's fine, doing well. Has a cool hat. He has a very cool hat. If you uh, follow him on Twitter, what is his Twitter? Two Simple Ideas, I think, is his Twitter handle. Yeah, he's he's living his best life now. Just (laughs) on the trails. He's got his cool hat. He's taking some great photos. And uh, be careful out there, Kai. Yeah, grizzly grizzly bears in the west. Yeah, which I'm terrified of. Even though I've literally never been in a place where I might be around one, it's still terrifying to think about. I agree. I agree. (laughs) You know, is you know, Hosswood is not terrifying. It's actually quite lovely. Uh, are the paintings okay. the paintings of Laura Smith? Yes, aka Canada Laura. Yes, uh, feels like a good time to throw this out there. We are going to take um, the Patreon for one month, and I think we're going to purchase as a podcast. We're going to purchase one of Laura's paintings and use it as a giveaway. Yes, to one of our listeners. Um, we have no idea what the contest will be. <laughs> Or how it will go. But stay tuned. <laughs> and in the meantime, if you mean time, not time, <laughs> I can speak. Uh, her website is laurasmithbeauty.ca. I think. Look at her paintings. I think it should be a 5,000 word essay contest. <laughs> to read that not me you and i we shall be the judges we'll read it as three episodes we'll just read people's essays that they wrote in and furthermore furthermore. (laughs) in conclusion the the topic is the mini iterations of the newsboys and which one is the best and why matthew's gonna sign off right now and go write that I'm just gonna, episode is over <laughs> i'm just gonna send in like a bunch of entries from fake people just so we can discuss it together <laughs> this is weird this one doesn't have a name so anyway when you look at the entirety of the <laughs> phil joel catalog so silly i'm excited about that though i'm excited to buy a painting and send it out yeah it's gonna be great Yes. We got to check with Laura and see if, uh, which of her holiday paintings are still there. She might have sold them all out already. Maybe we can commission her. Commission. It's actually going to be a, a painting of Casey and I. <laughs> and you well, must hang must hang it. in their home. Appropriately distance me on one side of the painting, uh, <laughs> Casey on the other side. And, and it'll be, be a perfect centerpiece. For someone's living room or church foyer. 
a great conversation starter for your families over the holidays. You look in the church foyer. Church foyer art. Wow. Right next to the one of uh, Jesus with the lamb. Hmm. Or the lion and the lamb. The one with the, that's just a lion and then the lamb's laying right there. Yeah. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should do like a whole segment on Christian art. Like that's stuck in our minds. I could, I could say a lot about that, actually. I've got the one of the guy with the hammer and the nail. He's like collapsed and Jesus is like holding him up. Is that like a, that's the Ron DeCiani. You know what right? I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He had like all the all the famous art like the people and like jesus is always there we had one over my parents had one over the fireplace that was like a dad praying over his son mm-hmm. his son sleeping in the bed mm-hmm. dad's praying and the angels and demons are fighting or whatever in the background or something like that i think the thing that never elevated him to like the top tier christian artist was that he just uh he didn't take his privates out and pee in public places <laughs> that would have done it that, that would have really solidified him you gotta as... do that if you want to become the top tier christian artist <laughs> anyway okay we have some tweets right we do i don't want to talk about thomas kincaid peeing anymore i, I do it's a joke it's fine to just it's never talk about that again look we have some tweets we do have some tweets uh okay i'm gonna read duke kwan because i love this one so much okay i sent this to you i get the credit for this one i didn't even give you credit when it was my podcast partner (laughs) it's okay i'm here to take credit i saw it and i was like oh 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 (laughs) what's what's going on uh, speaking of, uh, <laughs> five thousand word essays. Well, I was gonna say, speaking of taking your privates out. Oh no, no. <laughs> Let's go with mine. Speaking of five thousand word essays, the theologically and in... oh, I can't. You can do the... it. I believe in you. I almost want to do this in a nerd voice because that's how like it plays in my mind. It's, just, it's a nerd voice. <laughs> the theologically inert episode. Jeez. Oh, Epistemologically indolent and socially naive socio- sociology theology antithesis continues to proliferate among those who persist in the conceit that they are the guardians of an unalloyed theological project that is impervious to cultural or sociological forces. <laughs> I give myself a B for pronouncing all of that. Epistem- epistemologically. There you go. <laughs> I don't know that's, how the, to say it. that's the one that got me. <laughs> I don't think that was right either. I can't I, do it. I, I don't nailed, know. I nailed unalloyed, but it's not unalloyed? Well, I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> when have I ever? When have I ever needed to say that word in like tenth grade chemistry? Maybe mm, I say that word every day. <laughs> Epistema. <laughs> Somewhere What's... Thomas Kincaid says, "Yeah, I did." <laughs> What's the root 
root word? Epistemology? Is that how you say the root word? (laughs) You're so proud of yourself. You're sunburned and you're laughing. I'm afraid your head's going to explode. It's so red. (laughs) Okay. Duke, come on. What is this tweet about? People People who persist in the conceit that they are the guardians of some project that is impervious to some other thing. Hey, hey, Duke, we get it. You you went to seminary. <laughs> you can you can have a seat, bud. Did he respond to your quote retweet? <laughs> no. Did he unfollow you? <laughs> Good question. Let me see. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I already forgot. What did I say to him? Oh, I asked him if he hit the word count. Yeah. <laughs> no, he still follows me. Okay. He's just too good to respond. <laughs> so good. <laughs> that's a that's a good that's a strong one. I don't know if it'll make the finals, but uh that's a strong it's one. So good. I mean that could compete with one of I mean, we had one sort of like this a couple times ago. I don't remember what it was, because who can even remember all of these words all the time, but it's good. All right, I'll read I'll read Griffins. <laughs> I'm not I'm not scared. <laughs> all right, Griffin Dulwich is quote retweeting Facebook being down, right? He said, pull it out and blow in it. <laughs> Griffin, goodness, there are children on Twitter. <laughs> I'll call back to the uh, Nintendo days. It just doesn't really work though for the in this like <laughs> format. Well, what? I mean, we knew oh, what wow. he was trying to say. Sure, sure. But- but yeah i mean griffin's not above the how many uh, times did you get tagged in the replies oh to my that? gosh like 17 times oh man <laughs> it's it's anytime like a christian author tweets the word hard somebody yes. tags me like yes there won't like there won't even be a joke there it's just tim keller said the word hard or soft <laughs> or something and it's like Tag Matthew, tag Matthew, tag Matthew. It's like, I, I see it, but there's no, there's no, no joke. It's just... Thank you. Oh, well. I okay. personally feel like that is a sleeper for the final round. Okay. I'm not saying it's going to beat Sean Penn, but pull it out and blow in it. It's just, it's succinct. <laughs> it sounds way dirtier than it means to be. People love that sort of thing. <laughs> they eat it up. Wink, wink. <laughs> I 
You're gonna have to go back through the video and screen cap your face after I said that. <laughs> I was impressed, but it was like, oh, not, yeah, I'm just gonna let that one sit for a second. Okay. You're next. I'm next. Uh, so we got what? Uh, Beth Moore. We just got two more. Yeah, this is like a little mini tweet segment. Yeah, it's a little mini. Just a few. We <clears throat> need right. more people to tweet horrible things. Does that mean that we're influencing the, the Christian tweetosphere because Maybe. everybody's scared? Maybe. I still think we might have chased Ann Voskamp off Twitter. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice to imagine that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to steal Jessica Ebersall's tweet. Okay. I know you love this one, but I love it too. It's so good. I love when Twitter is the church, uh, but it makes me wish the brick and Mordor church would step up its game at times. This is capital Mordor, as in Lord of the Rings. Was this intentional? No, no, no. She followed it up and was like, oh, no, didn't mean to do that. Oh, okay. It's so good. It's just so good. (laughs) I don't like to... I mean, sometimes, yes, I like to make fun of people for spelling things wrong. You know, not not everybody's a great speller. It's fine. (laughs) But when your misspelling is like a proper noun (laughs) that is a fictional place, it's beautiful. It's got to be an autocorrect or something. Right? Yeah. I have found that like iPhones now capitalize words for you. Mm-hmm. Like if you literally type I'm going to go eat an apple, it'll capitalize <laughs> apple. <laughs> What's another one it's done? Ah, uh, that I've noticed. I can't remember. There's like words that it thinks you're talking about, the company or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it capitalizes it for you. So I think she probably just typed mortar mortar as like how she thought it was spelled. And then her phone capitalized it and gave us this beautiful tweet. <laughs> <clears throat> it's We were talking about this earlier. It's just the subtle tweets like this in the tweet of the year that, that really yes. gets you sometimes. <laughs> it, hits, it hits just right. Gives you the giggles. <laughs> Kate Shellnut had one like four years ago. And it was just this like kind of middle school girl like wide-eyed wonder tweet about dreams or something i don't even remember what it was and it was just like what why did you tweet this why did you put this in for the world to see i want to look it up i'm just gonna see if i can find it real quick i'm just gonna search her name and dreams Oh, she she talks about dreams too much, so never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I have tweets from 2010 coming up, so never mind. Anyways, yes. Such a good one. Okay, this leaves me with the last tweet, which is Beth Moore. It was part of a thread, but it's just on its own. I'm wearing stranger pants. I like to know my pants. She had this thread. She took a picture of her legs. Obviously, she had pants on. She's like, I don't know what pants these are. I don't know where they came from. 
and I'm wearing them, and I don't know. I'm they're strangers. She called them stranger pants. <laughs> <laughs> Her Twitter feed is truly just the best. Mm-hmm. She hasn't had the like the, the the landmark tweet this year. She's just she's put a bunch of solid ones out there. There hasn't been that one where it's like, okay, this is this is her three peat. She's got time. And also I don't think it matters. <laughs> she's a she's a fan favorite. She is a fan favorite. Uh one thing that actually could uh <laughs> interrupt her quest for a three peat is the fact that I apparently don't have a website anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Where we uh, traditionally host the Tweet of the Year is on my mm. personal website, which is apparently disconnected from the interwebs right now. Mm. Uh, so uh, yeah, I need to work on that. need to see if I can talk to the guy that hosts it and say, uh, hey, bud, can you can you turn that thing on for a few few weeks? <laughs> I mean, writing a book and having a website... In this economy, <laughs> it's a lot to ask for, Matthew. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, I'm just, but I'm trying to think if it, it really is preferable because if, if I can't get the website up and going, we'll have to go back to the way we used to do it, which is uh, sending paper ballots to Casey's house for her to count. <laughs> it's fine. It teaches. We'll we'll do a tally mark lesson for George. And it's each good. well, each uh, you know the voter verification process is each each uh each ballot has to be accompanied with a 5000 word essay. <laughs> so, it's 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 going to be a lot of work for you, but I believe in you. <laughs> okay. Should we talk about the new Sarah Groves album? I And by we, I mean me. <laughs> Hit me. So like te- a week Let's see. It's like a week ago last Monday. I noticed that Sarah Groves has started uploading stuff on Instagram. A few images and it was like a video with with a phrase. And like she kept doing it. And then I noticed that she had a new profile picture. I was like, oh, she's about to release new music. And I was thinking, you know, several it's coming in a few weeks. No, Friday. That Friday, a week ago, today, she dropped a new album. And I downloaded it last Thursday night. It's only available for download right now. It's not like on Spotify or anything, Apple Music yet, to stream. And, uh, wow, she just did this, like, very pointed, but still, it's still gentle because it's Sarah Groves. It's like, look at relationships, like relationships with ourself, with, um, with others and also like community. And it's, it's a really powerful album. It's, it's really good. It's got some heartbreaking songs on there. There's a, there's a song on there called Deal Breaker. And it's obviously about a friendship and it's like... The thing is, like, I didn't... The main line of the chorus is, um... I always thought with you and I, though it's not on paper, there would never be a deal breaker. And I think she's just speaking to this time that we're in, where people's relationships 
are really being challenged by things that we never thought would challenge them. Um, just and the way that we communicate with each other is just changing, very heated and charged. And uh, yeah, she has another song about um, a few songs just about like uh, community. Like you can tell it's like about community breakdown and and uh, she ends the whole the album's only nine songs, which you know that's fine. I guess <laughs> I could have done with like four or five more, but it's okay. But the last song is actually a redo of one of the Haas family's favorite songs, which is "Loving a Person." And she just totally redid the whole song, same lyrics, just totally new melody, and. It took me probably like seven or eight listens through the album, which was in my first day <laughs> of listening to realize like what she was doing. Like she goes through these, through these, um, it's like this first song is really about like how you're relating to yourself and how you remember your life and figuring out what's important. And so she goes through these things, your relationship with others, your the way the community operates. And then she ends with this song about loving people the way they are and how that's everything. I was like, oh, like this, she's just bringing it back around to this thing that is so important. And it was just, it's just wonderful. If you can buy it, I would say buy it, support her. She's not on a label anymore. So she's an independent artists and otherwise you can stream it i think november 13th 12th something like that but there's a song on there that's really weird that seems to just be about alice in wonderland but other than that it's all really good i i messaged her on instagram and told her i was ready for the commentary because usually with her albums she'll sit down with her husband and they'll they'll do a commentary like corresponding commentary well they're go she'll go through song by song and kind of explain where she's coming from so i'm looking forward to that does her husband play on the albums yeah i think so sometimes i know he can play things he plays he's played drums and stuff at her concerts that i've been to but yeah really good Looking forward to a new batch of Sarah Grosson's songs um, working their way into the Girl Talk segment as you <laughs> as you cross match them with the content that is provided to you. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's a song in there that seems to be about like someone who is emotionally withholding. I don't know if that's the right phrase, but like somebody who doesn't offer really any words of affection or affirmation it's just like it's just really powerful stuff it's really good would Anyways. you be able to be objective if sarah groves enters to win the laura smith painting no oh, she's she's gonna win and whatever she wants she can have it <laughs> i'm very happy for you that sarah groves putting your yeah. music out yeah it was, it was it's really good alright we do have some girl talk questions to get to let me switch my screens over and find them get my zoom back up 
messaged us uh, a few months ago saying she was doing the Appalachian Trail. And she sent me a message in the middle of September and said, uh, Hey, Casey, thanks for the shout out. It was so fun listening to you read my email while I was hiking. I have completed my hike of the Appalachian Trail. 174 days, 14 states, 2,193.1 miles from Springer Mountain, Georgia to Mount Kedet. Kateden. I don't know how to say that. Oh, wait. She told me how to pronounce it. I got to move my thing over. Katahdin, Maine. And then she sent a picture of her at the summit. So, way to go, Julie. Rock on. <laughs> that is a, that is quite an accomplishment. Amazing. And I'm glad that we could be there for you along the way. <laughs> okay. Um, Allie, first of all, I'd like to say I'm sorry to Allie for, uh, just now getting to this. Allie sent this question on August 31st. <laughs> hey, you know what? Okay. It's okay. So she says, hey, Casey, I hope your birthday was awesome. <laughs> so this was, I guess, after the birthday episode. I have a theological question for you. If the church sign says, quote, all are welcome... Does that mean dogs and puppies? If a dog eats dog treats and drinks water during church, did it take communion? <laughs> Here's a couple pics from church this Sunday. So I guess she did have a dog in her church that Sunday. And also the church sign says, all are welcome. I mean, I feel like the picture answers her question because... Obviously, at her church, all are welcome does mean that dogs are welcome because there's a dog in the picture on the stage by the piano. I don't know about communion, though. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you can get a dog in church, but they're probably not going to wait till marriage to have sex. They're definitely not. They're, they're just... definitely not. I don't know. I feel like the all are welcome thing is kind of could be could be a slippery slope. I mean, a dog is laying there; it's fine. But what if somebody wants to bring their parrot? You know, or a, <laughs> that would be or a snake, right? <laughs> well, people do that. <laughs> hey, leave leave my assemblies of God out of this. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think you just gotta check with the church that you're at to see if your dog is welcome in church. But I'm going to go with that if they're eating snacks and drinking water, that it's just snacks and water and probably not the body and blood of Christ. Just because I don't think Jesus died for the sins of dogs. Right? Is that because <laughs> the sins of dogs are worse than the sins of humans? <laughs> no, I mean, like if, you, like if you could train a dog to bark after, like you say the sinner's prayer and you train the dog to bark... Mm. afterwards like i wonder mm. would that count i don't know i mean if you trained it then is it really it's not its free will <laughs> or maybe the dog was predestined to be trained to bark <laughs> just uh this is girl talk with at middle casey <laughs> 
<laughs> you can find her on Twitter. <laughs> I love it. I love this. I love this silly question. Please send more things like this. <laughs> All dogs go to heaven. That's what we know for sure. They made a movie about it, so it must be true. Okay. And last question comes from Mark. Okay. You can help me with this one, because Mark is a guy. Um... He says, it's not directly a workplace question, but I work at a Christian nonprofit, so all of the friends slash coworker slash sibling and Christ lines get messy, and then you toss working for God and calling and grace into the mix. Can I just say, Mark, yes, I, I know how that is. I have also worked at one of those places. Okay. My position in the organization has frequently put me in the situation of having, quote, secret knowledge over the past few years. Some of it is insignificant, a decision made at the board meeting on Thursday, but other people have to wait till Monday to know what went on. Or also some of it is heavy, knowing all the details of a misconduct investigation we did into an employee who was terminated. There's a variety of reasons why things end up secret, and secret does not always equal confidential. So my question here isn't about integrity as much as it is about relational strain. It gets really messy for me when my friends are my co-workers and sometimes the quote secret, secret knowledge is the type of stuff I would want to get input from friends on, but I can't because it wouldn't be appropriate or I don't have permission to share it because it would only make matters worse. But then I feel bad because I feel like I'm withholding information or failing to be transparent in my life, even if professionally speaking, remaining silent is the right thing to do. What do I do? Can I explain to my coworker, my coworkers my predicament or best leave it be? What do I do to relieve my own internal pressure about the situation? Parentheses, Mashu has permission to make jokes about relieving internal pressure. <laughs> <laughs> what to do, Haas? If I may, can I predict my Sarah Grove song? Is it It's Gonna Be Alright? If so, I approve. For that is a song I know about because of this podcast, and it is the lead track of my quote, I'm freaking out playlist. <laughs> How happy are you right now? <laughs> oh, this is a this is a tough one. I I definitely can relate to the feeling of just needing to share things with people, needing to unload like the knowledge, like things, not just be the only one who knows something, knows about something. And I don't know if Mark's married or not. Like, for me, that's just always Danny, right? I just am going to tell him about everything. I mean, unless a friend or someone is like, please don't tell Danny about this. But I, 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 there's that net, that's not ever going to happen. No one's going to say that, right? Mm -hmm. So, but it's difficult because it seems like most of the people that he would want to talk to about this stuff are also coworkers. So then... You can't, it's not appropriate to share the things about the workplace stuff with those people. So, like, I think I, if it were me, I would find someone outside of the workplace. I'm assuming that Mark has friends outside of the workplace, um, even though he definitely has friends within it. 
just find someone that can that is safe that is trustworthy um that you can share some of this stuff with to unload the burden of just having it only be your knowledge you know uh that would be i that would be my number one thing is like find find a person outside of work that you can talk to about this stuff that you can get input from um without worrying about if you're uh if you're you know sharing things with people who know the people you're talking about or you know whatever and i would say that the whole the angle of worrying that you're not being transparent doesn't apply here because it it sounds like in your position that kind of comes with a territory that you're not going to be able to share all of these things with other people who know about the situ like who have maybe like um surface knowledge about the situation so i don't think you need to like feel any sort of guilt like that you're that you're being withholding or you're not being honest with them about what's going on in your life not not everything that we're going through is for everybody right so these things that you're dealing with and processing they're just not that information is not for those friends that you also work with so that's all i got <laughs> what do you think i think that's a rough spot to be in like why yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be in that spot i know that's not helpful for anybody but <laughs> like i i wouldn't want to you know if i got friends that are working there and i'm supposed to keep things from them i wouldn't want to do that mm-hmm. but i think if i had to at least in the short term i don't know i mean i'm just hearing this question for the first time but like the, the thing that jumps to mind is i would just go straight to my friends and just say hey this is what i'm struggling with of like sometimes mm-hmm. i have things and i feel like if i don't tell you i'm being a bad friend but i feel like if i do tell you I'm betraying my position in the company mm-hmm. and just, just lay that out for them. And, and maybe they give you the, um, you know, maybe they give you what you're looking for and they just say, Hey, I trust you. Just say what you right. need to say. Don't, you know, don't say anything else. You know, don't feel like you don't feel like you have to tell me everything. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you're, you've got the kind of friends that'll do that. And then that'll give you some relief yes. of, of not, you know, beating yourself up. But, yeah. Um, yeah long term though I, I mean this is just me the kind of person I am I don't know that I'd be able to I don't know that I'd be able to do that long term I do like that advice to just go like share with your friends that this is something that you struggle with and then give that like giving them the opportunity to to acknowledge it and and tell you it's okay like we're me saying it's okay that you keep this from them is one thing, but to hear from your actual friends, like, oh, we understand, like, we, we understand that's the position you have in the company and that you can't tell us everything and it's fine. And I'm just putting my posi- putting myself in the position of the friend. Mm. Like, I mean, I wouldn't want my friend to be torn up about something like that. Right. And if it was like, all right, if it's about this third person that I don't really need to know that stuff, like, don't, don't tell right. me, like, I don't. I don't need that gossip. Like just right. deal with it. But you know, at the same time, like if my friend was holding on to information about me that, you know, I was going to get fired next week and <laughs> yeah. he didn't say anything like, yeah, I'd be pissed off. Like that would definitely yeah. drive a wedge between me and him. Mm-hmm. Of like, 
Like, give me a heads up on this stuff. Yeah. The the Christian company uh factor, not Christian company, but nonprofit or whatever, it's definitely it's definitely an added layer. There's this just there's different expectations of of how you relate to people in the workplace and the depth of friendships that you have in the workplace and it's definitely it, it makes it a little bit more tricky, I think. But also it can make it easier when you do talk to your friends because most likely they're going to have a gracious response to you if you're honest with them and share what you're experiencing and what you're struggling with. So, yeah. Thanks for sending that question, Mark. My youth pastor said if you relieve internal pressure while thinking about... (laughs) someone stop then stop my youth pastor said sometimes <laughs> the pressure will just relieve itself oh my god and that's not a sin there's some joke in there about secrets too I'm just gonna walk away it's not my segment continue on <laughs> No, that's it. Okay. If you uh, ever want to send a question for Girl Talk, you can email me at fsbtkc at gmail.com. You can also email me your angry replies to my opinion on dogs taking communion. I'll be happy to, to read those and respond. <laughs> Anything, anything you want to talk about, send it on. We'll be happy to, to give it a whirl. All right. Very good. I mean, you can get a dog in church, but they're probably not going to wait till marriage to have sex. They're definitely not. They're, they're just... definitely not. <laughs>